Welcome to the Better Strangers Podcast. My name is Eric McEwen, and I'm your host for this show. What the show is about is having conversations with complete strangers. People submit their phone number and their name to my website. I call them up, and we have a conversation, and we kind of see how we get to know each other and how conversation starts to work. Since this is a podcast about conversation, the pauses and the awkwardness are left in there, so the whole thing, the whole hour and 30 minutes this week is entirely in there, just so you can get a feel for the pattern of conversation. So we're all, we're all getting to learn something here and there about ourselves. I call up Heather Meyer this week, and I think we have a, a very similar style of conversation. We are both awkward at about the same point points in time and we'll also both take the goofy tangent off in one direction or another and just keep that going so it was an interesting phone call i enjoyed it quite a bit hopefully it's as funny to you as it was to us i got some good belly laughs in there so without any more talking here listen to more talking i'll see you on the other side hello hello is heather there this is Heather. Hi, Heather. This is Eric from uh, Better Strangers. Oh, hi. <laughs> How are you doing? I'm good. How are you? I'm good. Uh, is now a fine time to talk? Now is a fine time. Okay, you're not out uh, having fun with friends. No, I'm not as cool as the last time made me seem. <laughs> okay. <laughs> you were out. Uh, you were in between parties at that time, I assume. Well, I was just arriving. Ah. I'm not cool enough to go to more than one oh, man. at a time. Yeah, I know. No. I just couldn't handle the logistics there. Well, yeah. Scheduling. Ugh. Yeah, I know. It's a pain. Uh, so, hmm. Welcome. Uh, <laughs> I Thank guess. Thank you. Oh, uh, man. These always start out so awkward. And I'm not oh. helping. Good job. Thank you. Thank you. I wouldn't want to uh, mess up my streak. So, yeah. Heather. <laughs> I should, oh. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Um. Good weather we're having. Yeah, that's Are good. Are we talking about the weather already? Uh, God, I hope not. Um, Can we only talk about the weather? <laughs> should we only talk about the weather? Well, that would just... Maybe that's only funny to me. It seems like cheating, but... Uh, it does seem like cheating to talk about the weather See, only. Now, I, all right, I called you last week, and you were uh, out and about, so we didn't talk then. Right. So you've had a week to to know this is coming. Um, and to, I assumed it was coming. Right, right. Were you worried about it at all? Because I know before every single call, I got this knot in the pit of my stomach, just going, oh, my God, you're going to talk to someone. A stranger. Yeah. Um, no, actually today I was like, oh, if I was really smart, I would have listened to your other podcast, <laughs> well, but I didn't. I, I, you know, I'm, I'm, might prefer, uh, you know, kind of going in cold without any uh, prior knowledge. I guess. Well, then I win. Yes, good. You, you know, you did exactly what I would have wanted you to do if I had said it. So you had Well do you have um like do you have do you do the same thing all the time? Like I, with your podcast? Like is it the same kind of you just call someone up and you talk to them, right? Yeah, that's basically it. 
and they oh, yeah. they <laughs> they end up pretty different. Uh, I think I've only told the same story once, so that's going all right. Um, what if I asked what story was that? Uh, man, then I would have told it three times. I know. How about the weather? Uh, it's nice weather. Nice weather. So, uh, <laughs> hey, where are you from, Heather? Um, I am originally from North Dakota. Okay. So how was that? Um, you know, okay. Okay. <laughs> oh, boy. All right. Where are you from, Eric? Hey, I'm from Minneapolis. Oh, how's that go for you? And, you know, it's all right. Are you still here? Yeah, yeah. Well, the suburbs, but still around here. You didn't go very far. No, no, just uh, expanded, kind of like the waistline. Oh, Lord, I sound, I sound like a dad. <laughs> That's a dad thing to say. Uh, I'm going to start making some uh, uh, puns soon. Don't worry. I love puns. Oh, good. Then we'll get along great. All right, so you're not I'm in North Dakota. <laughs> what? No, no you... not anymore. No, you no. got one? You got a pun? Are we going to make a pun No, I was, I was like, that would have been great if I had a pun right there. But oh, I, like, I yeah, in the chamber the ready spot, to shoot. puns are really hard. Yeah, they're, you know... That's what Twitter's all about, is all about puns. Twitter's all about thinking about a really cool tweet and then tweeting it. <laughs> like, or thinking of it in advance and then editing yourself. I think, I you're, think. I think you're thinking too much. Well, I, I, half the time I'm like, this is going to be a tweet. And then I sit there and I put it in. I'm like, this is stupid. And I'll... by the time I, <laughs> then I give up and I don't tweet. All you have to do is unzip your pants and take a picture of your wiener. And there. My there wiener is missing. What? Hold on. It's gone. I think there's I something I don't understand here. It's confusing. Uh-huh. Let's see. Mr. Rogers said boys are fancy on the outside. Because, oh. I oh. think I get it now. Oh, Got true. it. Got it. We yeah. should probably move on. Oh, okay. <laughs> so, uh, so, you lo located in Minneapolis now? Is that... Yes. How it goes? Okay. I assume so far everyone I talked to is pretty much in Minneapolis or Wisconsin. You think that's your audience? Or so your far. Fans? Or the, the people that want to be talked to by strangers? Or the people who I know who say, who hey, know strangers. Who don't know you. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And maybe with time it'll expand out. I've got someone from Ooh. Germany in the, uh, in the call list. That's amazing. So that'll be fun. Yeah. I, I, hope, I hope we speak the same language. I'm nervous. I, well, they are different countries with different national languages. Yeah. You know I, what? I bet he's going to speak English, and that's going to make you feel like less of a smart person. Uh -huh. Unless you speak other languages, I'm making assumptions. No, I do not. You can assume, <laughs> you can <laughs> assume I'm pretty dumb there. Um, okay. I've tried. I've tried Spanish, Japanese, Italian, sign language... None, none of it takes. So, yeah, you probably know just a little bit enough to, like, kind of make a salad of language uh -huh. and talk to nobody. Yeah, I can say, uh, uh, what, bus and library in Spanish. And Good. Japanese is, uh, uh hello <laughs> and goodbye. <laughs> so, pretty good. Pretty so good. You 
you're pretty good wherever the world takes you. You could say something or make some sort of gesture. Uh-huh. Right? I, you know what? I've even forgotten how to count in sign language. I can get up to ten, but beyond I think that, you just use your fingers. Oh. I know, but it's a little. There's a. It's a little more complex. Like, what do you do for twenty? You don't just flash them a I don't couple know. times. You you just get a twenty out or write it down. You write it down. You just write it down. Okay. Oh, I it. totally know yeah. sign language then. Except, like, well, unless it yeah. involves spelling, then I'm out of luck. I know again. the letters. I know the whole alphabet. So I just spell everything out. That's <laughs> all I know. Uh-huh. And Egypt. Egypt. I know how to say Egypt in sign language how? and horse and uh-uh. cow. Okay, I know more than I thought. Ooh, what were those last two? Horse and cow. Horse They're and very cow. similar. They all right, and they know how to say Egypt. I know how to say Egypt. Two cows. To people who need sign language. Uh-huh. Oh, I see. <laughs> Not to cows. I mean, I don't speak cows, but I suppose That's... if they if they do know American sign language, they would get what I'm saying. Right, right. No, I thought you said uh, you know how to say Egypt in sign language and in cow and in horse. <laughs> and in cow and just... in the language of cow. Right, right. You know, I don't know who I'm talking to, so I'm just... <laughs> you don't have any idea who these people are. With it. Yeah. You're just talking to weirdos, strangers right, right. on the phone, which might be weirdos. I wasn't, I wasn't going to say, that's stupid. Tell me more about speaking to cows. Right, right. I wasn't going to step on anybody's bit that they're doing, <laughs> if they're doing a bit. All right. This is a bit. This is gold. No, it's not. Right, right. Get it. <laughs> it's pretty good. It's pretty good. So cow and horse in Egypt. I was going to ask you how to say Egypt in sign language. Not in but... Egypt. I only, no, I, no, I don't need to say, I don't know how to say anything in Egypt. No, I know no, how no. to say Egypt in sign language. Right. Yes, yes. I got I, I got if I was straight. there geographically, I could speak right. English really well, but... But I can't really ask you how to say Egypt uh, over the phone like this in sign language nope. because that totally defeats the point. Totally... Yeah. Uh, we get... well, you know what? Will be lying too. We should really be talking on a TTY line. I don't know what that is. That's where that's like the. I suppose they don't really need them much anymore. But it's a keyboard. You see them at like a couple of uh, phone booths. You know, phone booths exist anymore. Phone booths uh, are all over, of course. Right. Phone booths. Yeah, but the uh, yeah. the deaf person types on a keyboard to someone who relays it to someone who oh, is on yes. the phone. Who talks it. Right, right. Else. And then you talk to that person and they type it out. But you talk to the translator. I mean, I suppose this is like it is for all translators, but you talk to the translator like you're talking to the person. Like in first person. You don't acknowledge the translator as a third person. Right, yeah, which always seems so weird. It's like uh, uh, not acknowledging that your waiter brought the food, I guess. <laughs> and talking directly to the chef. Right, yeah. Yep. This is cold. Well, that's kind of what people do. All right, that's true. That's true. This Actually, is, this tastes like a lot crap. Of servers would probably, yeah, bring me something better. Right. That's good. Let's, like they, because I'm sure people ask all sorts of questions that the server has no idea. Mm-hmm. Because they didn't have to make the food. Not have to. They didn't make the food. That's yeah. not their job. But I, I, both, I bet uh, they each like take turns spitting in your food if you're a rude asshole. Absolutely. And then when you say, did you spit in my food, they don't know if they mean them or the or chef. The chef. Right. Yeah. Who are you talking you to? You might be seen through them at that point. Nice. I think we've got this waiter thing figured out. You're not a waiter, are you? Or a waitress? No, I'm not. Okay. I have, I'm kind of clumsy. Oh, I, I used to be a waiter. I was terrible. 
I've said. Because? I, I just slow and I guess not very personable, maybe. I never got a rapport going. It was always like a, just under a, a cloak of panic. I was just able to like. No one wanted to tell you that they wanted raspberry iced tea because you looked horrified or intimidating. (laughs) I'm definitely not intimidating. Maybe, maybe I I gave off a feeling that I was intimidated. I just know I had no regulars, and my tips were never very good. No one asked to see it in your section. Right, unless it you know was my then girlfriend, but. Well, that was nice of her. <laughs> and then yeah. she's probably like, God, he doesn't ever do this right. This no. is horrible. Uh, and then, what else? Oh, I had nightmares every time I worked. Like real nightmares? Yeah. Or, like... or not not nightmares, but the, the like the twilight half an hour, an hour before you actually fall asleep. There's just oh, this feeling. Where you're like... Still, your brain's still kind of going. Yeah, yeah. You're. Uh, I gotta get these. Uh, I gotta get this salad out. It's like, all right. Oh, no, wait. You're in bed. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. I'm in bed. Uh, but but they. It's Quick, been like ten minutes. Water. It's been like ten minutes. No, but you're in bed. Oh, that's right. <laughs> they're. Oh. They're really angry. That's fine. Oh, wow. it's horrible. How long were you a waiter? Where were you a waiter? I was a waiter at Doolittle's Air Cafe in Plymouth by the uh, Plymouth Cinema. They're all out of business now. They weren't wow. a very good uh, chain well, restaurant. Sounds like they didn't hire very good wait staff. No, that's true. I had no experience going in. But I still... They... <laughs> they just want anybody coming to do it. Right. The managers liked me. They liked me just fine. Probably because I didn't complain or like sleep with everybody at the restaurant. That's what waiters do, right? Seems like something that... I, I don't... I Sure, yeah. I assume I they think... were... I assume they were all sure. hooking up. And then you were just feeling left out. Uh, well, maybe I w- it would have been nice to be offered, I guess, right? It's always nice to be invited, yeah, and then have the choice to say no, right, right, as opposed to not having the choice. We're gonna have one of our waiter orgies after work, uh, Eric. <laughs> Do you want to come? Yeah. Uh, no, no, I, at least I'm... you you at least knew that they would have liked you to come. Uh, <laughs> you know. <laughs> Maybe I was a little young. I, I, I'm making a lot of assumptions here. And then we went off on a tangent, which isn't even real. I don't, don't assume oh. they had orgies. But I do assume all waiters are hooking up. I I never thought that till right now, so... Yeah? Well, enjoy that when you... assuming that. Yeah, enjoy that when you go in a restaurant. Yeah. It all, it all ends up like a big British sitcom, like everyone is... Oh, why aren't these waiters so. talking to each other? They probably... I hope they're all... Yeah, wearing hats <laughs> and speaking in accents, right? <laughs> yes. I that's... don't know. No, no. <laughs> Ta-da. That was not a very good answer. That's all right. I, 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 I'm nervous about the German call because I know... Is that today? No, no. This is once. Oh. Sometimes. I, I can only handle one call a day, I think, until oh. uh, I'm, I'm shot. Do you make one call every day? Mm, about one a week. Are you kind of like a telemarketer? Like, you just, like, call people? You feel um, like that? What, what was the first part? Have you ever, like, you feel like you're a telemarketer? Like, just cold calling people up? I'm, well, I guess it's a list of numbers that I'm calling, but, not, you know, it's people who, not 
they didn't submit their information to like a survey and now they're getting uh, called about citing. Oh, what if someone isn't... else submitted someone for them without their knowledge? Then they would be free to say, I don't want this. Oh, <laughs> go away. We're going to have a, wanna talk. we're oh. going to have a conversation. Damn it. No, I would not. Uh, I would not hold them to that. Um, I, I was a telefunder for a little bit in right out of college. And it was, it was, it was even more awkward. It was for the Guthrie Theater. And they were calling. I think I've applied for that job. Oh, yeah? It's it's pretty terrible. They had the big board like in Glengarry Glen Ross where you put everyone's numbers. That's stressful. I don't remember getting a number up there. I must have made some money at some point, but I don't remember it at all. That was another thing I was terrible at. And be, you're not even offering them anything in, re, you know, any like you just physical thing. You're asking thing. for money. Right. You're, you're selling them. Straight you're up. not selling them something. You're saying, you've been to the Guthrie give floor. Us, give us money. Yeah, exactly. Oh, it's terrible. Yikes. I think I was a telemarketer for the Minnesota Orchestra for a week. <laughs> I had to sell tickets. Uh-huh. I sold one set of tickets. Nice. Yeah, it was by accident. <laughs> was it someone you just happened to know when you called up? Like, please, Well, please. I called up, and she just happened to be, at that moment, looking at the brochure and thinking nice. about which ticket she wanted and was planning to call. Like, it was, you know, uh-huh. the universe lining up in a hole and saying, buy these tickets. So I felt fancy only because I didn't, I didn't do any selling, I guess, is what I'm saying. I just happened to fall into, you know, a luck, lucky right. spot. Right, yeah. And, well, you can put still Yay. put that on the board. So why did you only last a week? Was it just terrible, like um, I assume it is? Well, that was part of it. I didn't know how to pronounce any of the composers' names. Uh, I could see like, not. That's hard. Yeah, I could see I, not I pronouncing the the people you're calling. Their you know their last names are whatever, and you're going to screw that up. But the composers, you kind of have to have down, don't you? Yeah. Well, I mean, it would make sense if I was, you know. I knew anything about classical music or <laughs> anything about music. But so it was just a job. It wasn't something that you had a passion for really selling. Yeah. Well, the... I just had moved here, uh-huh. you know, so it was, they were, they basically hired people on the spot or uh-huh. did, you know, six years ago or five years, whenever that was. Okay. And then I actually, I ended up getting a different job swiftly after that. But ah, so is that why you think... ducked out yes. or was that? Okay, good, good. Yes. Yeah. I thought, <laughs> I guess. Yeah, so that was the end of my telemarketing career. Mm-hmm. It's well, it sounded uh, sounded glorious. You you uh, lived hard and uh, burnt out fast. Yep, I did exactly. I mean, I did everything that is possible in the telemarketing world. I now, sold a ticket and I got rejected. So. <laughs> now, what was the most awkward part of that? Um, my favorite, well, favorite slash awkward is the same thing. I think. The woman who who ran it, she was she was she was firehouse, wait, powerhouse maybe. Okay. But she, you know, it's part of quality control, which I'm sure she has to do. Mm-hmm. She listens in on your calls while you're making them, but you don't know when she's doing it. Yeah. So I was really good at putting people on the do not call list, even when they specifically didn't say that. Like you <laughs> have to like say, put me on the do not call list. You can't just say don't, don't call, call me. Don't call me. Oh, really? You have to say those words. Yeah, or at least they did, but mm-hmm. I would just always put people on the do not call list. So I felt like that was 
I felt like Robin Hood, but I was not probably. Did you okay? Did you have a computer system that you were calling? Yep. On numbers from okay. Yeah, it would randomly pull up numbers and. We we had cards that we would have to physically dial the numbers in from, and we made notes like in pencil or pen on these cards. Oh, really old school. Ah, uh, yeah, and uh, uh you have rotary phone. Uh, <laughs> I wish that would have been great. Would have been more fun. Well, it would have been like, let's see how slowly I can make each call. Um, <laughs> like, uh, I and got how much you can keep your finger in the circle as it comes back. Yeah, right. There would be so oh, much fun God. you could have with that. I think my favorite calls were the the people who didn't want to be contacted anymore, but they said, mm-hmm. "Oh, he's dead. He died." It's like, okay, all right. <laughs> I'll just okay, take. Thank you. Thanks. Or that they acted like, uh, like you had something to do with their death, or you should have known about this. Like you he's should know. The obituaries are public. Right, right. And you know what? They were probably just being assholes, and they were alive and in the living room. Yep. But we had to it's assume probably them talking to you. Yeah. At that moment. But we had to assume they were dead. I got into a, another phone. I think. I am having a tough time remembering the order of crappy jobs I had before my current one. But I, I <laughs> what's, what's your current one? Um, my current one is I work at an e-marketing uh, company that kind of does the software. Is it online? Yeah. Oh, duh, it says e-marketing. <laughs> That's Sorry. Right. I was like I, an old person there. Does that mean it's online? Yes. Yes. Yeah. Should I said sorry. I should have said i marketing. I'm sorry. That means... <laughs> you just said on the web. Right. Right. Okay. All right. So I was the the telefunder. Then I worked as a waiter. Then I worked in a cell phone repair warehouse, where <laughs> over the midnight shift, so I could do that and teach in high school improv show at the same time. So I woke awesome. up around like two o'clock each day went to the high school taught improv went to this warehouse job then went to sleep at like six that was a weird you know when you're young it's so weird weird what you can do you think that's yeah i mean you think it's normal for you yeah or this will be fun i'll give this a try and i I couldn't play this cool weird schedule where no one understands me (laughs) right right exactly and the, uh, and uh, there so there were the people repairing the phones at night, and I was in in a like a room removed from them, like stocking them with parts. And I was all alone, and I couldn't have oh. a radio back there because the last pers- person played rap music, <laughs> and they ruined it for everybody. Ruined it for everyone. Uh huh. No more music. And no one would come back and visit me because they thought there were ghosts back there. <laughs> They were scared. You were of... in a haunted, non-musical room. Uh-huh. They were scared of ghosts, and I was <laughs> all alone. And rap music. Yeah. Oh boy. Yeah, yeah. And then I went back to phones, doing a uh, customer service at that point. Man, I I really hate phones. I really hate phones. That's another part of this so... whole thing. Oh, you don't like talking to people on the phone. I don't you like talking to people in general. Uh, I don't do it so well. So I think 
It's it's probably because what else are you going to do on the phone besides have a conversation? I think if you're like, you know, seeing someone in person, maybe you're seeing a movie or having, uh, you know, dinner or something. But a phone is all, you know, conversation. All talking. Yeah. There's no stuff. Exactly. You just have to fill the space. And it's not like, you know, you should want to. You should want to. And, you know, this is fun. This is fun. The last conversations I've had is, are, are fun. But there's this this uh, uh, just fear, constant fear almost. Or I guess I'm not, ter- I'm, I'm not fearful or terrified right now. But okay. <laughs> Too bad. I'm not, I'm not shaking in my boots. Uh, you are not a scary person that I know of. How do you know? Right. I know. That I know of. I qualified it. Uh, <laughs> okay. I mean, I'm, I made a lot of assumptions already, so it's I know. okay for you to make them too. All right. Well, let's talk about assumptions. You know, okay. when you, I mean, because this is, you know, the podcast is partially, be, partially about me learning how to converse more naturally and partially about just kind of what makes a conversation work and click. Um, and so you have to make some assumptions about people when you're talking to them, like right off the bat, because otherwise, how else? Otherwise, you'd be explaining everything. Yeah. Always. You know what? Have you been a telemarketer? Do you know what telemarketing is? Let me explain <laughs> telemarketing. Yeah, and yeah. And that would have been the whole thing. I'm like, no, no, no. I, I get it. You can assume I know what that is. Exactly. Yeah. It's a. Uh, it's a. It's a weird uh, balance. It's not a weird balance. I don't know what I'm saying. I'm just filling space with words. Um, let's try to go. Right. Um, let's uh, go a little deeper into assumptions. Um, but I don't know where to go with that. Um, we can go uh, back to that later. I was trying to be helpful, so I just I said know. um too. Like That's I was okay. thinking. That's okay. Uh, next, next topic: yeah. weather. Next, uh, you have a list of topics: weather. Weather. No, I don't have a list of topics. I've been trying to stay away from the the kind of more generic, you know, I always end up, you know, the work or where are you from and whatever. And we've talked about all of that. But that's yeah. what you say when you're getting to know what, someone. Well, what do you say after you know someone a lot? And let's just start there. Okay. Um, how's your mother? She's She's old and, no, she's not old. My mom is like a mountain man. She's a mountain woman. Okay, what? But she thinks she's really old, but she's not. Okay. Uh, now, stop making assumptions and explain mountain woman. Oh. Um, my mom is 5'2". Okay. She's going to be 69 years old this summer. Okay. She's, she's just pretty small, but sometimes people think she's a small man, only because Ooh. she's like a very utilitarian woman. Like, you know... I mean, I'm not the most feminine of ladies, okay. but I am a super princess next to her. <laughs> um, like, she's, you know, I mean, if you think as simple as you can be at okay. 69 mm-hmm. years old, what, like, you know, so she's pretty simple. Like, she's a mountain woman. Like, she's from the mountains. And I always tell people that, like, a mountain woman is more masculine than a city man, if that helps you out. Yeah, like, that she works. kills animals and as hunts for food or, you know, that's, that's how my parents met was hunting. They, and okay. Did they meet in the woods hunting or did they were like, yeah, they in a group that just happened to be, let's all hunt together. They were in two different groups. Okay. From what I can, 
and that not like we're all hunting and we bump into each other and our rifles go off. And right, right. Like a hilarious three studies. Uh... Which would have been like, oh, one moment we could have killed each other and the other moment we were making more lives. <laughs> right. um, yeah. Now what, what, no, mo- just like, yeah. What mountains? What? She's, um, the ones in Montana. Okay. The Rockies. Yeah, be, yeah, right? yeah. That those are the better mountains. When I when I hear mountains, I think like backwoods Appalachian. You know, that's just oh, the place my mind mountains. goes. Oh, see, I don't think those mountains. I don't think. Yeah, I, like west. Yeah, yeah. Western. Those are the cooler of the mountains. Right. Those don't seem to generate. Those Montana mountains are more like uh, I'm going to secede from the U.S. and stock yeah. up on food. Appalachia I'm is like right, right. Appalachia is more like. Uh, I, that's my cousin and my wife. And these mountains are more like spotted hills. Right. And I can tell you which, sh- which tree stump yeah. that moonshine still is in. Yeah, there's moonshine that's over there. Mm-hmm. Like the Rockies are kind of scary because I think like they're sharp uh-huh. and tall and the Appalachians are more like they have rounded edges. So yeah. you can, you can be drunk on moonshine on those, but right, on right. the Rockies you can't because you'll, die right um, I, uh, I was gonna say unicorn but i really meant a mountain goat <laughs> i like that you were gonna say unicorn i almost said unicorn like a, i was saying something with spikes uh-huh. something with like the... you would die more likely on the spike of a unicorn than a mountain goat because those are curly right you'd have to uh that'd be that'd be something you wouldn't mean to do. It's like this is a one in a million shot. I got impaled. <laughs> yeah, you have to work pretty hard a... to get to impale yourself on a mountain goat. Horn. Right. You're like, hold still, goat. I'm gonna do this. <laughs> I got some ropes and pulleys. I planned this all out. <laughs> You'd have to have a lot of hay for the goat to eat, or whatever goats eat. Keep them distracted. In cans. Yeah. <laughs> Don't move, goat. Ah. Oh. They must eat garbage. That's got to be a truism of some sort. There's all these things well, yeah. that you assume. I mean, because goats eat cans and cartoons, and you've known that since a Always. kid. Oh, you just, like, especially with the lid hanging off. You mm-hmm. feed it to a goat. It loves tin cans. Yeah. My mom fought a goat once. This is about my mom now. Fought a goat? And goats. You know, we can make she this whole one. podcast about your mom. <laughs> it could be. She fought a goat. Like, okay, I explained to you. She's a small woman, like uh-huh. five two. Yeah, yeah. Um, I assume she's pretty uh, pretty tough. Yeah, well, that's why she fought a goat. Yeah. The, like, wait, my mom, yeah, you, she's that, tough. Is that why she fought a goat, or she fought, you know, okay. Like, well, we'll, get, goat, like, we'll get to this. Was so the goat to a duel, do you mean? Like, was, hey, yeah, goat, I yeah, can yeah. hit you. Was Don't the goat, look at me like that goat. I'll hit you. Was the goat fucking with her, or was she like, I'm going to yeah. take down this goat, because I'm tough? <laughs> like, just because? Like, yeah, yeah. just to be an ass? No, I, the goat. The goat was fucking with my mom because okay. growing up I had a pony. I was the girl with the pony. Oh, that's you. Yep, that was me. Um, so yeah, I had a pony, <laughs> and we were feeding the pony grains and assorted things with fiber. Uh-huh. And this goat on the farm where my pony lived, this goat ran free, like he owned the joint, like a dog. Right. But he was he was a big goat. Like, he was almost the size of a pony. My mom, again, 5'2". Yeah, yeah, pretty so small. So this, this goat, this big fat goat, and then his name was something like Ace or Jack or some sort of jerky name. Like, Tyler. he's coming up and trying to steal Tyler. Tyler the goat came in. 
he's like a douchebag goat. He totally would wear a polo shirt. He's got a faux hawk going like, on. Yes. Smells like Axe Body yeah. Spray. He thinks all the ladies love him. Uh-huh. He thinks he's funny too, and he's not because he's wearing cargo shorts. I know, right? Why, why, why do you need all those pockets? You don't need the pockets, goat. You're, you're a goat. <laughs> you don't have an ID or keys or a Bowie knife. Right, and you don't have to uh, carry your wife's uh, pocketbook around. No, because you're a douchebag. You don't have a wife. Exactly. Frosted tips. Yeah. Stupid goat. Get <laughs> your frosted goat tips uh. out of this barn. So that was kind of the showdown. So uh-huh. my mom, like, first it was like hand-to-hand combat. Like, she was like trying to push him out because he was trying to steal the horse's food. Okay, so and he was just trying know, to steal I'm... the food. and. Yeah, he was like, hey, horse, that's me. That's for me. I'm fat. <laughs> and... I don't know, I was probably 12, 13, 15, something around there. Probably not 15. I don't know. I was amazed. I was with the horse at this moment. You were with the and horse, okay. So you were the there horse. when this happened. Yeah, I, I was witnessing it, and as I was witnessing it, I was like, this is insane. My mom's <laughs> fighting a goat. So, like, she, like, pushes the goat. Well, first she's, like, you know, yelling, like, trying to scare him because he's an animal, and he is not scared of yelling. Right. And... So then she's, like, pushing on his chest and, like, giving him smacks. <laughs> he care about these things. But then she gets a whip that's, like, you know, because, like, with a horse staple, they have, like, those long whips to, like, help them run in a circle to exercise. Yeah. They're called a uh, lunge line. So they're not not so like an Indiana Jones whip. No, a, not uh, a bull whip or a small riding crop. Not like that. Like a long, like, come on, horse, keep trotting in a circle. This is exercise. Kind of whip. More like a cross between a bullwhip and a uh, rhythmic, rhythmic gymnastic ribbon. Yes, it's very similar to that okay. if you think of the handle being like four or five feet long. Okay. So she like has this like skinny black whip and like <laughs> she hits him on like his neck, you know, not where he can get hurt, like not in his face, like she's yeah. not mean, no. but like in his like withers area if he was a horse, which is his shoulder. Okay. And... She, like, Wait, hits withers, there, which is withers, withers area? It's called the withers. Like, horses have withers, uh-huh. and that's their shoulders. Huh. So, like, the goat shoulders. Okay. So, like, she's hitting that, but he's just standing there and taking it. Oh, he's a tough goat. He was showing off his, he's, uh, his he's, like... He's dumb. Okay, so... I don't know how I remember how it ended, but <laughs> I think he left somehow. I don't know. Yeah. Uh, Is that a story? I'm really good at only half stories. No, that's pretty good. I was I was hoping more for a a like a like, a hand to hand tussle, like or a, like the goat a, then headbutt like used a hoof at her. Right, right. It's like this isn't. Oh, you're whipping me now. It's on, and then the goat. Look, at, look what I can do. Right. Oh. No, yeah. it's still pretty. It's still good. Stood there. Yeah, yeah. Maybe more my mom attacked a goat. Well, see, but he provoked it. Yeah. He was he, asking for it. She was keeping a goat in line. No, that doesn't sound <laughs> as fun, though. Um, no. Stay in line, goat. Right. So with the, Don't what, come over here, goat. Did the goat do anything back? Uh, well, he stood there. Sometimes he would, like, step closer to the food, like, but he didn't. I think he was just thinking my mom was like a friendly bird that was around. <laughs> he didn't even, you know, he didn't even see that she was there, like, trying to, like, intimidate him. Oh, uh, uh, yeah. All right, keep that friendly bird. 
Uh, my, keep that friendly bird line in next time you tell that story. Oh, uh, yay. That's okay, funny. that's new. Friendly bird. Uh, not even in the air. can't see it, but I... Uh, that, that hit me in the right spot. Okay, good. Good, good, good goat story. Uh, yeah, goat. <laughs> so, so you had a... You have a goat? What? I, I don't... Uh, I can't. I can just talk about my cats, but that's much more boring. Your cats? Uh-huh. How many cats do you have? I have two cats, and one of them likes to urinate where he shouldn't, like on carpets. Uh-oh. Are you and talking to your cat right now? No. Can you say that? No. no. <laughs> I have one cat. Had one cat? Well, actually, I had two cats up until today, and now I have one cat. Oh, no! I know! What happened? The cat I grew up with, my mom had to put him down today. Mm. I'm sorry. No, not I'm sorry. I, uh, I... Did you do it? No, I didn't do it. Kill my cat. <laughs> I didn't kill your cat. Why do you keep saying that? I killed my cat. Jeez, uh, I only have one now. I, I'm sorry to hear that. There's got to be a better way to say that. I can no, sympathize? I'm, I'm, you know, it's it happens. I can sympathize. It's probably the best way to deal with that. Yeah, right. Like, I know well, you, it was coming. It sounds like you, you know, grew up like, on a, a farm of some sort or a ranch or something. Or North Dakota. North he was, Dakota. Yeah, he did outside things. He yeah. had a pretty good deal going. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So you had a, you had a pony and a goat. Were there, there, were there cows and horses? Well, there was a horse. Um, well. Was there we any livestock like, of any sort? No. Okay. So you were We didn't, like, we didn't own this goat. Like, the way this worked was, um, you may not realize it, but North Dakota has people that live in towns. Live in? Like, wait, wait, what? Like, we lived, we lived in a town, and the horse lived on the farm. So we were town people. Okay. Does that make sense? Hold on. All right. You lived in a town, and was the horse, wait, wait, what? Okay. Now we're, we're talking about. T-O-W-N, town. Yeah, did I say that weird? No, no, you didn't. So yeah, you lived, lived in a, in a, okay. a town. Like, and it was the horse adjacent? We lived in adjacent? a house in town. Yeah. The horse lived out of town All right, on so that was some farm. other place. Like, okay. we, we, like, rented space for her to live with these other horses. Got because it. Because we couldn't have a horse in our backyard. And there just happened to be a goat uh, futzing yeah. around there. Got it's it. Yeah. Okay. That's why we had to fight the goat, because if my mom owned that goat, it would have uh-huh. not been a jerk. Right, right. It would right, have known right. its goat place. <laughs> it would have been learned from the very start. Because, you, you, like, you can't correct someone else's kids. Uh, their exactly. bad behaviors. Or their goats. Just, right. Just push them away when they're in your other kids' Cheerios. <laughs> and you're like, no, these are, these are my Cheerios. Mm-hmm. No. Exactly. All exactly. right. Exactly. Uh, my cat still went outside in the town. Mm-hmm. Does that make sense? Yeah. Like, yeah he had yeah. a river and a field and he had cat things. I'm just trying to, I, I was trying to get, uh, like, if you were on a farm and grew up around, well, we'll just slaughter a pig for dinner, or... No, <laughs> I, I didn't know, there was no killing, I, like, they hunted for things. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then, but yeah, it was like regular people, you know. <laughs> so, hold on, what you're telling me is you North Dakota the, is full of regular people? To... Yeah, most of it. Well, you guys do have the ass area of the Badlands, so I'm... I'm sorry for that. I know, but at least we have some, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. The the trail and the uh, the leftovers. Well, 
it's just a little like hanging on bit. Like we don't want to let go. We know it's not a good piece, but if we don't have that, we don't have anything. Yeah. Uh, well, you can hold on to it. You can hold on. Oh boy, <laughs> pretty good. Pretty good. There's a lot I know, don't know about North Dakota. Um, That's probably it. Yeah. That's I've I've learned it all now. Bismarck. Yep. Yep. All right. Good. Got the capital. And I've got that there are towns and farms. Check. Yep, done. And North Dakota has that one goat just roaming around. Oh, I think he's probably dead now. Oh, poor Tyler. Stupid Tyler. He deserved it. He went Uh, to Boulder for college or something. Yeah. Oh, right? It's like, uh, I'm just going to... I'm just going to bum around this quarter. University of Boulder, uh, become a study communications business, maybe. Uh huh. Yeah. I'm just going to, you know, guys, I'm just going to take bowling and, uh, like, wax my board for this semester. You know, and then I'm going to see if anyone wants to wax my board with me. All right. Uh huh. Uh huh. There you go, ladies. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Tyler. I'd, uh, I'd uh, probably run uh, his own company now. Well, it's a startup, and most startups fail, so don't Well, feel... he got some capital from someone, though. Somebody invested in him. Oh, yeah, he's the some guy who likes to... capitalist. Sh- he likes to Yeah, it was like, schmooze. hey, look at this. Yeah. Schmoop? What? Sh- <laughs> I like he, likes, sh- he likes to schmoop. I like to schmoop. I should... Uh, uh, blah, 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 blah. I said schmooze, uh, but... Schmooze. Schmoop is pretty good. Schmoop. He likes to schmoop, of course. Ah, Tyler. Goat. Mm. He's probably the life of the party because he's a walking conversation starter. Yeah. Oh, oh, hey, it's a goat. It's the goat with the business degree and the uh, faux hawk with frosted tips. Uh, oh, he, he still has those. That's just so over. He just walks in the room and is like, all right, who's going home with me tonight? Ah, uh, goat. I hate him. So pompous. Well, you know, if he walked into a room I was in, I'd be like, the girl, remember me? (laughs) My mom whipped you. My Uh, mom hit you a few times, and I just kind of cowered in the corner. (laughs) Were you cowering? Well, I had, maybe, I didn't know what to do, I think, at that moment. Uh Uh-huh. It's just kind of a a state of shock. Yeah. Or not shock, but just, there's moments in your life. Where they're, you know, you've got these moments where like this, this, I, I don't know what's going to happen until I'm put in like peril and then we'll see if I like <laughs> fight or, or, or run away. And then there's these like half moments, which aren't real moments, but they're like, just like, what, what should I be doing now? <laughs> this is kind of, I don't know what should, to do in this situation. Is there something I should do or should I just keep standing? Cause right. I'm going to just keep standing. And that makes you think like. If there was an emergency, would I just stand there like an idiot, or would I would stand I... there like, yeah? But but that's not fair because these aren't real moments. These are like half a half an emergency. They're they're yeah they're fake. Like no one's gonna die in right. that moment on these weird moments. Yeah yeah. But you probably could be more helpful, and you also could be less helpful. Yes. Yeah. I, okay. But you don't know which way is which. So if you do anything, you don't know if you're being helpful or non-helpful. Yeah, so you just stay you where you are. <laughs> okay, so I was at the the Green Mill in Uptown um, a few, uh, like six years back, maybe. And it was late at night, and I was uh, sitting at one of the window booths with, or window tables with a few friends. 
And you know, up you know, for everyone who is not in Minnesota,、uh, Uptown is a very, well,、uh, uh, not I don't want to say liberal is not the right word, but just it's a it's a. You're not telling me. You're telling the audience. Right. Now, right? Exactly. Exactly. I assume、okay. you know, but it's it's a very there's all <laughs> there's all types of people there. It's a very inclusive community. Right. Yeah. 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 There we go. You know, there, there's co-ops and all that. You can see weirdos and normal people living together, exactly, eating together. Yes, that's what I'm trying to get across. All right, so we're at this table and we're ordering appetizers, and we're all, uh, uh, you know, having beers, whatever. And there's some skate kids on skateboards who go down the the sidewalk. You know, they're cruising around at like eight o'clock, nine o'clock at night. It, it was dark out, so it was about nine. And then they come, like ten minutes later, they come cruising back the same direction, except a little more slowly. So we're, you know, we're, we're, you know, we notice because you don't see many skateboarders in uptown, because it's,、uh, you know, that's more for bikes, I guess, more bikers and you know people who want to skate around the lakes. But they come, yeah, and so they skate past again, or they, yeah, they board past again, and then we don't think of anything of it. And we're by, we're at this table that looks out the window, but then right to the right of the window starts a brick wall, so you can't see anything, like past that point. And then, like some stairs go up, and then there's another window, but we can't see up there. So about five minutes after they go by the second time, this kid just appears from behind the brick wall. You know, it it almost like he's floating. <laughs> Um, he just like comes out of the darkness, and there he is. And there's, you know, there's this moment like, what is going on? Because he's staring right at us. And then he takes out a spray can and he writes "fags" on the window, but he does it backwards. <laughs> he does it backwards so we can read it. <laughs> and then he just disappears. And you know, it's one of those half moments, like. If he had a gun, if I had, a, if he had a gun, would I have stood there looking like, what's going on? What But, is he gonna do next? Right. But instead, he brought out a spray can, and we were just watching. Like, I wonder what he's writing. <laughs> oh, that's I want to see this word. Right. Oh, he must have something important to say to us that he can't bother <laughs> to come inside and tell us. Oh, fags. He's he thinks we're fags. So thank you. You know. So in this. And we're we're all、uh, I, not that it matters, but we're all straight, and you know we're in Uptown, which is pretty pretty open、uh, sexually as far as all types of people,、um, plenty of plenty of、uh, gay friendly stores. So he had gone up and down、uh, Hennepin Avenue in Uptown, and picked us as the most、uh, faggy people he saw.、Um, So there's that, and everyone in the bar was like, "Oh, it's a shame those、uh, gay fellows got called out by that skateboarder." <laughs> they got called out、uh, in that awkward way with. If only there was something we could have done. Written, yeah. Yeah, but yeah, it was just one of those. Uh, what? Uh, what do you do? What do I do? What do do I? I don't I think anything you would have done would. I don't know. Right. Do I get up and start yelling? No. Do I run outside and go, "Hey"? No. Do I say, "No, that's not"? Those words aren't true. Like what? I don't care. 
Do you write on the wall also in backwards? No, so not, you can read it. Right. Not quite correct. Right, right. Or yeah, I should have written quote. not above that so everyone would have understood. <laughs> yeah, to communicate, to make it accurate. Right. Or or I should have written, there's nothing wrong with above that, and then everyone go. would have won. Then it would have been okay for always to have that up. Right, and he might have learned a lesson about himself. It's like, uh, and every, and yes. Maybe people are just people, he would have said. Oh, gotten uh, back on his skateboard and kicked his way home. Uh-huh. I got some thinking to do. <laughs> Sorry, guys. I'll see you later. Oh, turn on my Blink-182 and do some real deep soul searching. <laughs> so that, so that's yeah. my, that's my, uh, uh. Half moment? Yeah. That, there's that. That was a good one. Yeah, That's it's a pretty good. good. One. Um, so what's your, what's your spray paint moment? Um, uh, I wish, sometimes I think I should do some spray painting because like <laughs> oh, yeah. you walk around and you're like, that's new graffiti. I wonder if I could get away with doing graffiti. <laughs> so sometimes I think that, um, Spray paint moments, man. I, I know it's it's hard to think. One of my things is when I'm having a conversation. Going back to the conversation part of conversation, um, I just feel like I don't have any stories or any any stories that would trump anybody else's. I I, I guess you shouldn't be trying to necessarily beat it's out not, people. It's not a game. It's not right. Like, but you want to you want to make sure they're as equally entertained as. You know, as you are being entertained, I guess. Oh, that's a really nice way to think that. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Remember? Like, I want to entertain you as much as you've just entertained me. <laughs> right. Yeah. That's a really thoughtful and non-selfish way to think of telling stories about yourself. Yeah. Oh, this is <laughs> then great. Then you can get away with just talking about yourself. Right. I've totally just justified this. So, Ta-da! more about me. Uh, let's talk about my childhood. Uh, um... But yeah, it's hard but to you think about. Always lived in Minnesota. <laughs> Wait, I was just talking about your childhood. Oh. oh, you can keep analyzing it. Oh, that's fine. Let's oh, get me in the conversation. No, I think we reached the pinnacle as far as as analyzing what I just said. Just, we're just trying to entertain other people with our words. Because why else are you having a conversation unless you're in a meeting and that's kind of forced? No, that's not an entertaining thing. Sometimes Mm-mm. it is. That's true. If you make up your own game. Yeah. <laughs> you don't have to agree. Well, I was actually just thinking, and I didn't know whether I should share this story or not, about a meeting I had today. Oh. It was wholly entertaining. Okay. Well, you, you know, you don't you don't have to share anything you don't want, but well, people I will have tell been you, getting... Well, like, this is the meeting I was a part of today. Okay. I was dressed in a bridesmaid dress with a mummy head on. Mm. Like, that's a pretty funny meeting, right? I'm going to assume you work at an actuary, as an actuary. At a, What's an actuary? They, they, uh, they work with numbers and probabilities, I believe. Like, uh... Clearly. Uh, like, uh, uh, insurance adjusters will use actuarial tables to see, like, well, you're 30 years old. And you uh, have smoked X amount of years, and your parents had, 
you know, one parent die of cancer and blah, 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 blah. So we think you're going to live till blank. Never. Right. So they've got, they've got all these tables that they can make calculations on. Did you used to do that? No, 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 no. Then how do you know so much about it? I don't know. You know, this might be totally inaccurate. <laughs> I was thinking accurate tables like, like abacuses when you were talking. Uh-huh. Or abacai. Well, and I was thinking, that's really primitive if that's how they do this. Yeah. No, no, no. Um, so <laughs> so where do you work that this, uh, or what kind of uh, work do you do where this is something um, that happens? Well, I work at a children's theater. So oh, that sounds good. It, that's it's a- pretty great. It's awesome, especially when I wore mommy heads. Uh-huh. <laughs> Which was really fun. But so- I was thinking, like, well, the most meetings I go to are pretty entertaining. Mm-hmm. <laughs> But so you, so I you, used to work at a job that was not entertaining. So right. And lots of boring meetings. Yes. So so you work someplace you enjoy and can bring a bit of yourself to then. Yes. Good. Good, good. That sounds great. You you probably it's, shouldn't brag about that to everybody else in the world. I won't. Okay. I won't talk about that too much. But I did no. want to say I got to wear a mummy head today. No, that's pretty good. No, no, you can definitely talk about... I mean... You know, I uh, you know I talked to plenty of people who don't like their jobs. So hearing about somebody who actually enjoys uh, what they do or have found, I assume I enjoy all the hours of my day. Right, right. I, I you know here we're making assumptions again, but I assume if someone works at a children's theater, they probably enjoy it since there's so many people who would love to do that. Yes. I mean, yes. no one's no one's going like, oh man, I really wish I had that job at McDonald's. You are. <laughs> Oh, Lucky. I wish I was an actuary. Yeah. <laughs> That's right. So you but enjoy I what you do. I used to work at like retail, so that you uh, know, paid, re- if you believe in the world of paying dues, I have I have paid dues. Yeah, yeah. So you didn't just, I mean, obviously with the the uh, telemarketing, but you didn't just fall into the the great job. You the world of awesome things to do. Right. Right. Yeah. So you have some. Some real-world experience and not this la-di-da theater experience under your head. That's, that's right. I'm all, not all pretend. Where everything is easy and just happens magically and there's no deadlines and everybody gets along all the time. And there's always cookies and parties. Uh-huh. Yeah. No. Yeah. I mean, you know, yeah, jobs are jobs and sometimes it gets stressful, but that sounds pretty good. I think I've said yeah, that a few times. I think it's obvious yeah. I'm a little jealous. I'm sorry, but you call people up on the phone and then put it on the internet. Yeah, and I get paid zero for that. Zero dollars. Mm. But, you know, like coming up with stories to tell other people, you know, it's, it's it's a form of hopefully entertainment. Hopefully it's entertaining well, somebody out there. Or at least you. That, I think it's, I'm entertained. All oh, right, good. Like, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> good. You achieve that. I don't. I don't think I've. Whoa. This. This is the sixth call I've had, and I don't think uh, I or have any or anyone else have thought. Thank goodness that's over. That person was boring. <laughs> Snooze fest. <laughs> you should call and try to be super boring. <laughs> what? That would be mean. It would be mean, but it would be awkward. Yeah, that's true. true. (laughs) Not like that's a good thing, but... I don't need any help being awkward. I've got those bases covered. 
awkward faces are covered. Mm-hmm. I'm really good at being awkward too. Oh yeah, on purpose or yeah. just like? Uh... No, just in general, just okay. always. Like, yeah, I actually like to think that I live my life from awkward moment to awkward moment because mm-hmm. then it makes me feel better about having so many. Like, no, uh-huh. no, no, this is just like the next part of. I don't know, you know. Mm-hmm. No, I'm that sounds profound and. It, didn't work oh that's all right no no we can uh let's get into this since it's uh, uh this is kind of the topic of the moment so you i mean you know calling me up on the phone and you know submitting your own information to a website of someone you know nothing about um <laughs> you know weird enough as that is um so i as I, I assumed you know you were at least somewhat outgoing and and uh no, I guess that's about it. Or, or willing to just go ahead and chat with someone. But uh, are you are you generally awkward in conversation, or uh, uh, you know what 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 sorts of awkward's? Uh, these are not good words. What kind of awkwardness? I do like you... the I like the word awkward though. Right. <laughs> I'm gonna use that, that in. Was a good term. I'm gonna use that in my words with friends and see how that works out. Awkward. Awkward's with an S. That's really good. So, what kind of what kind of situations do you do you f- find yourself feeling most awkward, and how do you how do you deal with that? Um. Well, anytime I'm talking to anyone that I think is cooler than me. Okay, I got that. I slash any anyone I also think that I want so much to be friends with. Mm-hmm. Or like you know, like those like casual acquaintances that you're like, this person is great. We have a lot in common. We would be great friends, but like. Because you think you could be great friends, you don't know how to, like, be normal. Right, yeah. You know? And also, you don't know how to go, then, like, yeah. like uh, we should hang out sometime. <laughs> yes, know? or, like, I like that thing, too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Maybe it's in the making of new friends. Like, I pretty much think most people, actually all people, are cooler than me. So I'm kind of like... I will just be awkward. And then I call out my awkwardness a lot because mm-hmm. I think it makes it less awkward. But actually, people have told me it makes it worse because okay. not only am I just letting it pass, I'm not letting it pass. I'm grabbing the awkward moment and going, whoa, I know that that was weird. Uh-huh. So let's talk about weirdness some more, which they would have just let it. They would prefer it just to go away. Mm-hmm. But I'm going to uh, poke at it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I totally, totally do that too. I think... Um... I mean, it's part of uh, uh, part of the improv I do is super awkward, but on purpose. So that's that certainly stems from all the nice real real world practice I have. It's uh. What do you mean by on purpose awkward? Well, we do okay. So I'm in an improv group called the Mustache Rangers, and you know, with with improvisation, you go ahead and get the the suggestion from the audience of what you're going to use to create uh, the scenes and stuff that are going to come uh, come next. Yes. And so what we do is we get we, we, we get a suggestion and the first second on the stage we just throw that suggestion away. We just use it and burn it and don't look back. And then we just stare at the audience in silence for a little bit. Just Just so they know that you got more of this coming, so get ready for this type of show. You you should probably get up and leave if this isn't your thing. Um, 
and we try to see how long we can make that silence pass. And it gets, you know, it's it's the the. Did you ever watch the Smothers Brothers when you were younger? I could say that the name sounds familiar, but the answer is no. Yeah, there's uh, so they're you know two brothers doing a variety show or something, and they play banjo and they do some like monologue or whatever, just two, two people talking kind of bits. And one of them, you know, someone would say something, and the other one would just turn and look at the camera, and people would just start laughing. And I never, ever, ever got that when I was a kid. And I asked my parents, why is, why, why is that funny? I don't understand what is happening and why people are laughing at that. But I'm, uh, I've, it, like, it seems like something I've almost aspired to, to get that kind of reaction for that kind of... Uh, 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 I guess action. You want to confuse children. Yes, yes. And I not that. make them laugh. <laughs> I would be. But make their parents laugh. Right. I would be horrible at the children's theater, apparently. Well, unless it was like drama children's theater. Oh yes. Yes. Do children like? Or the opposite. Drama. I. I'm not a child. <laughs> Hold on. Well, Did you work at the children's know. theater? I don't work at the children's theater. Oh, you theater. work at a children's theater. Yeah. That's pretty good. That's pretty good. Yeah, well, I don't know what children like, I guess, because I always think children are way smarter than I ever am now. You have, a, you, uh, not to sound like I know it all, but you, you, no. seem, to have, you seem to have some uh, uh, self, uh, just issues with... Uh, what is no? I now I can't think of words. Um, oh, now it's gone. Self-esteem. Awkward. There we go. So, if you think nobody wants to be friends with you and children are smarter than you, um, yeah, I'm, I'm very insecure and I overcompensate by being a general spaz. Okay. All right. Yeah. I got it. But I think, but everyone's insecure, so it's not like I can pretend that that's my thing. Like yeah, we yeah. all have that. Well, yeah. pe- people just cover it up better than others, like uh, Tyler. But yeah, he... I hate Tyler. Uh, he, he has made... an earring now, too. Uh-huh. <laughs> oh, I think he's so cool. But yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Everyone's insecure. He's a vegetarian, you know that? He's, been, he's like, I've been a vegetarian before it was a thing. Oh, Sorry. I was a vegetarian for a year, but I also told that on another podcast, so let's not go into oh. that. Okay, let's not talk about that. Um, Were you a vegetarian at all? Um, I was intentionally for 10 days, but I'm not a very good cooker of meat, so, <laughs> I mean, it was... you could pretend I'm a vegetarian, Okay, but I'm not. So... <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So what, what problems do you have? Do you worry about uh, undercooking it, or, um, or do you just burn it, or...? Well, it's more like... It's a lot of work to deal with meat, is what I've learned. Like, it has to be in the fridge all the time. You can't <laughs> let it hang out. You have to cut it up. Like, all that work. It is a lot of work. There are a lot of steps. Yeah, like, with, like, other things, it could be on the counter overnight. It's going to be fine. Right. It doesn't gotta... stink in the trash. There's a lot to do with meat that you have to take care of to keep yourself from making it kill you. Yeah. You have to cut it up in proper amounts of size. You can't let E. coli grow on it. 
Jeez. Yeah, it has to, like I have a problem forgetting to put, shut the fridge door. What? Well, no, 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 no. That's not as stupid as it sounds. Like I'm not in, a moron about it. Okay. Like I don't know what it is, but my fridge door like needs like a push in order okay. to stay closed. All right. So sometimes I just give it a, like a gentle tap, and I think it's closed, but then I like wake up in the morning, and just, you know, like yeah, yeah. escaping the, the cold air all night. Mm-hmm. But Do if you... I don't have anything in there that requires a lot of ice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Fine. You probably want to throw away those soft cheeses and and eggs. Well, can I tell you a story? It's not a story. It's a half story, so it's short. All right. Um, once I didn't leave the fridge door. I left the fridge door open, and I went to work. Mm-hmm. But it was open enough that the light was on. I came back. The fridge was really hot. Oh, no. Because the, cause the like, incandescent light has been on for eight hours. The eggs are really warm, and I debated on whether I should keep them. <laughs> like, I kept them in there for a while before I finally was like, you know what? I'm not going to take that risk. Yeah, yeah. Eggs will last. Hot. Eggs will last longer than the carton date. The carton date is just a guesstimate. Um, do you know this? Do you have experience with food? A little, a little bit. I'm not, I'm not so good with. I wouldn't call myself great with food, but I, I enjoy following recipes sometimes. Oh, okay. okay. Um, but it's not like I can whip together a deal or a meal with, with from scratch. It's like I know how to put this together. No, 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 no. You need you need an outline. Yeah, I need some instructions. I need some step-by-step instructions. And maybe if I do it enough times, maybe I can memorize a... And then it can, act, it can seem like you made it up. Right. If I, I've, if I won the lottery, I would go down south, buy an RV, and start doing uh, chili cook-offs. Oh, that would be amazing. Yeah, right? I I don't I don't have any like special chili recipe. I don't have my own chili recipe. I'm not necessarily fantastic at making chili, but it sounds like a great club to be a part of. Just a bunch of yeah. bunch of people outdoors. Who like chili. Yeah. Tasting each other's chili. Yeah. Oh, that sounds you like might a, win a ribbon. Sounds like a great or culture. Like a prize. Yeah. That's, why don't you do that? Like why do you have to have the lottery behind you for that? <laughs> because it doesn't, you know, if I want to go out and risk um, financial ruin by doing something, I think I do something I know I like rather than uh, trying out chili for some reason. It's it's it seems Wait, more I'm, like I got so, lost in that storyline for a yeah, second. Uh, no, that's fine. It it seems like if I wanted to like quit my job and do like chili cookoffs uh, for okay. prize money. I think instead of doing something I might like and don't know anything about, like chili cook-offs, I'd like uh, quit my job and like try and make it as a writer or an actor, which is something I know I like doing. Uh, so you for... don't know if you like chili cook-offs. Right, right. It just sounds like a fun thing to do. Wait, just, how can you not like chili cook-offs? Yeah, but is it something you want to form a whole lifestyle around? Well, if you're good enough, you could probably retire up to, like, you know, barbecue cook-off. Uh, or, or down to, I don't know, the hierarchy. Yeah, well, I don't, you know, that's a whole... I assume you're going to spend, like, five years figuring out, like, which uh, which poems to grease to win that chili cook-off. Yeah. I know there, you know, I bet it's all, it's all a big yeah. who-knows-who kind of thing. Probably who-knows-who beef. 
<laughs> yeah, yeah, chili cook-off. That'd <laughs> yep. be kind of amazing. Yeah, it'd be great. It'd be great. I could see that. Hopefully, maybe I'm rich enough when I... You could see a 60-year-old dude just toddling around the American Southwest yeah. doing that. Like achieving this dream of discovering how to make the best chili. <laughs> I imagine once they win the trophy, they fill the trophy with the chili, right? I I really hope I so. I hope so. Uh-huh. And then they drink the chili like it's champagne out of right. The because what other what other thing that you get a trophy for? Are you going to do that? They got the Stanley Cup for hockey, and they just pour champagne into that. They don't put hockey pucks in no, it. No, no, they don't. They but should put is... sweat in it. <laughs> gross. Well, I mean, that, like that is gross. Exactly. That's why they don't do it. But that's why they don't you know. do it. I was I was wondering why they didn't put sweat in there. Come on, guys, fill it up. Oh, they didn't this year. Uh, just bring out your jerseys, guys. You don't have them. No. Uh, we're, we're self-conscious about our bugs. <laughs> That's what they're thinking at that moment. Uh, <laughs> woo, we won the Stanley Cup. It's oh, I'm nervous. I'm nervous. What are the girls going to think about my my naked <laughs> hockey? I assume they just the have a lot hockey of... hockey chest. Yeah. They must have a lot of... They They have to have some fat. Or when they get hit in the gut in a hockey well, fight. Well, and it's cold. You have to have, you know... Yeah, a little meat on those bones. Insulation helps you in that sport. Mm-hmm. And they always look huge anyway because they have all the stuff on, like all the padding on. That's true. What if they were just all skinny guys? Like and, super skinny. And they were just making up skinny. for it. i got to play the sport with padding so I look better. Yep. Yeah, that's yep. a, th- they're all really skinny guys. I think we're figuring out a lot about a lot of things we tonight. Have some gifts by us. That's right. Uh, I can't think of any other things you'd pour in a cup. Into a cup that you won. I guess oh. they would have like wine competitions. That that sounds oh, lame, right? That's you'd expected. Ha- like, well, think of all the probably o- win. What? Think about the oh, overhead yeah. you would need for that. You need to you need to have your own freaking vineyard for one, probably. Uh, and then years of time to make the wine. Ah, uh, yeah, years of wine to take make the wine. You'd have to test the soil. You'd have to see which grapes grow. It takes forever. Kind of, like yeah. they're probably planning one, but they can't actually do it until a million years from now. Ah, uh, screw that. And if you haven't already started, you can't take part. You have to win like you know, a- one guy is going to be entered. That's a bunch of lotteries you have to win for that. Like two, at least two lotteries. Like you have to win two lotteries in order to win the wine Stanley Cup. <laughs> Which is not for another 55 years, so... Right, and then we'll, we'll all be dead by then, I assume. Pretty much. Five, six, seven, eight. No, I could still be kicking. I have really? time. If I, well, right? Uh, sure. 50. I'm not an actuary. I don't know. Right. People are living longer and longer. I think if I, you know, keep meaning to exercise, then maybe that'll yep. happen. Keep yeah. thinking that you know that it's important. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Makes you feel better uh, about yourself. It, it, releases endorphins. Are, they don't get sick. Mm-hmm. Yeah. People love working out. Some people. Some people do it every day. Ah, uh, Yeah. That is, that is, I, 
I used to live live in Uptown, and I I would drive around the lakes to get home. And I would go, oh boy, I could never date someone who jogged every day because that's then I would seem. I mean, I'm I'm pretty lazy, but that I would seem super lazy in comparison to that. Like, oh, you're you're, go- you're, you're going jogging for two hours. Okay, I'm gonna watch uh, Top Chef. I'll see you when you get back. That's a long time. Right? That would, well, I don't... How long do people jog? I don't know. Depends on... It. <laughs> <laughs> oh. I tried jogging a year ago, I think it was. Uh-huh. I, like, you know, did one of those progressive programs where, like, you only run a little bit one day and then a little bit more and then a little bit more. Mm-hmm. I made it all the way around Lake Calhoun once. That's pretty stopping. good. Yeah, and then I stopped running. What? Do you, how do you work up it. to that? Because you can't run part of a way around a lake. Because then, well, it's yeah. Well, it's kind of, yeah. It's a little wonky like that. Like mm-hmm. it's like this whole like people fail at running because they do too much too fast. So run a little, walk a little, run a, like it's all this like organized app on a phone or on a sheet of post-it paper like myself and a stopwatch. Uh-huh. So you didn't yeah. have someone, like, training you or, like, a... Nope. Okay. Because it sounds like you're doing an old person, like, Burgess Meredith in Rocky voice. <laughs> like... Oh, it's more like me telling myself this is how... <laughs> yeah, you gotta do it. Do you gotta do it little by little. You, hey, <laughs> you got the gumption, kid. You can do it. You just trot a little, and you walk, and trot, and then run. That's right. That's the tips people don't want you to know. Or maybe it's that guy with all the question marks on his suit who's trying to sell you all the tips the government doesn't want you to know. Oh, we forgot about that guy. Mm-hmm. He's making millions. I know. How did he do that? Oh, I mean, he, he grabs attention, but obviously he's a he crazy person. He doesn't tell person. you anything in his commercial. No. No, where, what are all these? There can't be these many secrets. I'm not good. And doesn't he, like, hold the book and flip through it at one point, but you can't see any of the pages? Right. Like, he's like, inside here, flip, 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 all the secrets that govern for free money. <laughs> maybe, maybe, fi- fi- get uh, $50 for fixing a boat. Like, what? <laughs> How does that work? Start a wine yard, winery, <laughs> for $20,000. Make the president pay for it. Yeah, like, yeah, fixing a boat. That's the thing. Get money to get people sick at a restaurant. Wow. Yay! Yeah, that's he must right. not. He must not flip through on HD anymore because people could pause that and figure that stuff out. You're like, what does he really mean? Yeah. I wonder what he's doing. You should try to get to call him up and talk to him on a podcast. But I know. See, that's that's an interview. That'd be a different podcast. That'd be like I've seen you on TV. How do you what do? What if you didn't know that things? was that was him? Like well, you would just call him, because you don't know his name, right? Yeah. No. Hey. All right. All right. Let's make a call out to the internet. Um, hey, hey, internet. Hey, internet. Like that? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Tell that question mark guy to submit his phone number and use... To be a stranger. Right. But don't say he's the question mark guy. Don't say that you're the question mark guy. Right. But he wouldn't Done. do that. He'd want to promote his crazy book. Well, although now that I called it a crazy book, he absolutely would not do it. Don't call it. Yeah. 
if he's still doing that, like, I wonder if maybe he's moved on to something else, whether it's, you know, telemarketing or a new kind of book. Or thing. just Maybe fix... it's an e-book now. Hmm. Hmm. Yeah, the print print is dying. Print is dying. I bet he was on the forefront of that. He saw it coming. He seems like a visionary. I bet the government will pay for you to kill books. It was probably in his book. Uh-huh. And somebody did it. And oh, then if only we, we knew. I wish... Because I I, you don't even know anybody who bought that book. Or maybe they don't admit to buying that book. It seems like something in, that might be a little embarrassing. Well, it's a kind of a secret book. Like, it's secrets the government doesn't want you to know, so you're not going to tell your friends that you bought the secret book. Because mm-hmm. you don't want everyone to be fixing up boats all of a sudden, because those boats are and yours. And there's not enough $50 to go around. Exactly. Uh-huh. Hmm. Yeah. Uh, this is how cults start. <laughs> this is how they start. Like, uh, Maybe they know something that I don't know about achieving uh, perfect peace in my life. I just don't want to tell everyone because if everyone tries to achieve it, then nobody will be achieving it. Then if everyone's special, then no one is. Right. We have there has there has to be somebody that we can lord our perfectness over. So the the unperfect. Yeah. The non perfect. The the awkward. The imperfectable. The the the, the 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 awkward's. The awkward. Yep. I think now when you say awkward, are you thinking it still has a second A? Because I think of it as awk space words. Or not necessarily space, <laughs> but like the word words word is words. I think we're thinking of two different words. So you're thinking awk Oh maybe. Awkwards like awk Auckland, like they talk in New Zealand. Like people who live in Auckland? Yeah. Awkward. So awkward. Right. Awkward. Awkward. <laughs> and then, that's how they would say it. Right. Right. But that's. I think we did a pitch perfect New Zealand accent. <laughs> Thank you. Wait, is Auckland? Auckland is New Zealand, right? Um, I actually don't know. I I for these conversations, I I've been shutting down the internet. Because like halfway through us, you get this, your like hand gets jumpy and like, uh, I gotta, I gotta be browsing or something. I need to do something else. I know. I gotta multitask. It's multitasking. You know. People love that. Yeah. Ah. And it, it's hard not to like play solitaire or something when you're talking to someone on the phone. Because you do. Okay. This is back to that conversation we had earlier about. Mm-hmm. When you when you're with someone in person, because you're usually doing something else, even if it's going on a walk, you're doing something else. Yeah. Rarely but... do you're like you don't ever sit face to face at a restaurant. Wait, you do, but like <laughs> you don't ever sit down and like we're gonna talk to each other and we're not gonna do a single thing else. Right. Yeah. Or there's not there's not like talking clubs. I mean, there's there's book clubs, but you got a book and you're discussing a book and there's a group and whatever. But there's not like I'm just gonna sit down and. We're gonna talk, or 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 if someone says we need to talk, then that's uh, uh, that's gonna. No be... one wants that. No one wants to do that. Right. I and think if you do something else during that talk. That's it... even worse. Talking is is it's got a bad stigma about it. Stigma? Yes. 
Phew. I, I never yeah. want to sound like an idiot and say stigmata when I mean stigma. <laughs> because people it's do that weird... all the time. Really? They say stigmata instead of stig- stigma? Yeah. Yep. They sound close, mm-hmm. but they're, they are not. But yeah, talking gets a bad rap because if you if you need to talk, if you want to talk, nobody yeah. wants to talk to you. Right. But if you want to go out for drinks, it's uh, we you have want to do that. Yeah, we have to use code for talking. Yep. We have to go out for drinks, or we have to. Uh, uh, I'll meet hang you out. someplace. Right. Hang out. Whatever. We're not gonna s- sit down and, and have a conversation. It would be funny if you're like, hey, let's get drinks. And then you and that person went for drinks, and then you started talking, and they're like, whoa. <laughs> you didn't say anything about talking. This was not part you of the said, plan. Let's get drink. You are really putting a, nope. a damper on a relationship. Like we're just going to drink, have drinks in the same area together. Mm-hmm. I'm going to need two right in a row just so there isn't any chance that I might start talking. Move on to the next keep, drink keep right coming. away. We're not yeah. talking. Yeah. Keep my mouth busy with these peanuts while you refill this glass. <laughs> that he the, the guy sounds very upset with talking. Yeah, I think it might be Tyler. Ah, that guy! I hate him. I know. I, he's oh, I hate him so much. And it's like his well, parents. He's my friend a little bit though. It's like his parents knew he was going to be a, a douchebag by naming him Tyler. Well, of course they did. They are probably the ones, like, he was probably the kid with the baby mm-hmm. faux hawk. It's, I, like, and I like that you can say cute. kid, and it's it means Appropriate. goat. <laughs> goat kid and uh, kid species, kid. Species, That's species right. right. Uh, yep. Nice work. Thank you. Uh-huh. It was unintentional. I know. Good I assumed, though. but I wasn't going to, uh, <laughs> I wasn't going to rat you out. Oh, thank you. Yeah. Talking. People don't like it. Right. I think we've got to the bottom of a lot of that here. But it's nice. It's I'm you know, I'm enjoying these conversations. I'm I like hearing the the goat stories. Um Are you getting a lot of goat stories? No. I assume I will hear more though if I keep talking. You're right? gonna turn into the goat podcast. The goat oh, cast. The goat cast. Oh my god, Tyler! You know Tyler is going to now submit, and you're going to talk to a goat. Uh, I'm just going to talk to Tyler all the time. Like, quit calling Find me Tyler. Find out who's funding his startup businesses. Because yeah, get some I've of that money. I've got a lot of ideas. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> me too. Me too. Just like this thing that we're doing right Let's now. Chili cook off. You could. Someone could fund you in an RV. Oh, I wonder if. Uh, let's see. Now, now there's Kickstarter, which is for like funding projects and stuff like that. Okay. But they yeah. go, but you know, where you, uh, what is it? You people can donate. What do you and want if, to fund? Right, and if they don't reach the goal, everyone gets their money back. So it's. Oh a, really? I didn't realize that part yep. happened. Yeah, yeah. So it's really neat. So you can set a goal of like, I need three thousand dollars to start this up, and if you don't get three thousand dollars then obviously you don't start it up and everyone gets their money back because it didn't happen. So it's a nice nice way that people don't feel like uh, they're going to lose their money if, if you don't raise enough money. If you don't do that project, they just gave you 30 bucks to go do right. whatever you want. Go have drinks. And not talk to people. Yeah, exactly. 
but but Kickstarter is it's not for like starting a business. You know, you can't start a business with Kickstarter. It's it's for projects. So I don't Individual know. Individual projects. Yeah. So I don't know if a chili cook-off dream it would be considered a business or or a project. Well, maybe buying the RV is that a project? That's... Or like doing one chili cook-off. Yeah. Writing a book about your adventures of chili cooking off. That that sounds that sounds plausible. I need research money to write a book about a chili cook-off. About your adventures going to all of these chili cook-offs. Right, right. That sounds doable. That's a, like not, that's the project. Yeah, yeah. So that would be legit under Kickstarter's eyes, probably. I think we figured out this uh, Kickstarter. You know, this this is more. This is a idea bouncing kind of. Just tossing it up in the air. It's a brainstorming session. It's a brainstorm. Put a lot of umbrellas on. <laughs> oh, that was a lot of mumbling there. <laughs> good, good. Listen, I think we're both equally awkward. So we are doing Yay! pretty well. Pretty well. Good job. Thank you. You too. Thank you. We, this has been less awkward than it could have been. Um... Yeah. <laughs> Wait, this You're... could have been less awkward? This could have been more awkward. Oh, I didn't know. This could have been less awkward. It could have been. <laughs> I think... All right, so I, said, I, so I meant one thing, and you took it the other way, and I took your reaction the other way because I thought you were reacting to the thing I said, but you were reacting to the thing I, I didn't did. say. Right. So that was kind of fun. We both had the same reaction kind of in our guts. To what the other person said, that was both wrong. The, I, you know, I'm not going to go back and clean that up. That made total sense. <laughs> that made total That's sense. Right. It, it did. It did. I'm not going over that again. It was. It was a. It was. It's this fantastic little logic puzzle. I assume, with greater than. Yeah, it'll be um, than... a parable later in Aesop's Book of Fables. Ah, that guy's still kicking around, huh? Well, I thought so. He's probably you... writing about Tyler. Oh, God, he's probably going to be a character in a movie next. Mm, that guy, he's probably going to be voiced by Gilbert Gottfried. God, I hate Tyler so much. We, you know, we should just make a stew. Stew out of Tyler. Or a chili. Chili, chili would be the best. Goat chili. You know what? He probably has a great recipe for chili. Mm-hmm. Wouldn't it be probably ironic? Probably somebody in like, yeah, it's ironic because it has a can of beans instead of like beans that you cook. <laughs> no, it's, it's yeah, it's ironic because you Oh, be and not using... the recipe. What's that? Not the recipe? No, the recipe would, okay. Let's think of all the ways this is ironic. It's ironic because we're using Tyler's recipe to cook Tyler in a stew. Oh, yeah. But we're also using... Which is an ironic recipe. Right. But we're also using a can of beans and not the can because goats like cans. Oh, goats love cans. Right. So it's double, right? Double irony. I think we're being being a little uh, lenient on the terms of irony, but I think... I think... uh, Are we being ironic about the term... Irony. I think we're being lazy. <laughs> I think we're being lazy we're about the terms. Lazy about it. 
correct. Yeah. Ah, good. Well, I think we figured out a lot. I, I think I, so too. I I put on this. I I put on. You know, we've been having these stupid conversations, and then I put on this serious voice at the end here. Like, <laughs> this has all been. This has all been a great. Uh, a, a road well traveled. We've learned a lot here today, folks. Uh, put on your grown-up announcer voice. That's right. But no, we've been talking about whipping goats and uh, teenagers on skateboards calling us fags. Yep. Yep. With spray guns, spray paint. Yep. And our own awkwardness. Well, I had fun. Me too. Good. Um, yeah. Uh, you know, this is going on the internet, so everyone will be able to... Do you think... All right. Do you think people will enjoy this? I'm not sure. I... I enjoyed it. I mean, I, how long is it? Like, how long do you run the whole thing up? Like, how long, like, I don't know. How long, <laughs> you tell me, do people enjoy this? I don't know. People keep listening. Do they listen? Yeah, I yeah. I get, like, that. I think it's been about, like, 300 people per episode. So really? far, yeah. Right? Wow. What am I doing right like, you know that they listen all the way through. I'd see. There's the there's the question. I can't tell that, so I won't know if they listen to the full one hour and thirty minutes of us uh, dicking around in these last. Or uh, they listen to the first five seconds and like stupid. Uh boy, these if if it's all talking about weather or joking about talking about weather the whole time. No, like I don't want to hear people talk about weather that is not currently happening. Right. This was weather a week ago. Boring. Mm-hmm. Click over to the next podcast channel with the remote control. That's how people listen to podcasts with a remote. I'm there. Yeah. Click, click. Turn yeah. the knob. Thing, mm-hmm. Right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I, just, I, I, I think hopefully it's interesting. Hopefully we're entertaining enough because I found it's entertaining. But hopefully there's enough like to analyze from a two awkward people having conversation uh, point of view. Like, here are all the mistakes they made, or here's where they got it right. Like, they're really just idiots. Yeah, yeah. I guess I've I've given up. No, that's not true. That's a lie. I was going to say I've given up uh, worrying about what people think of me, but that's totally the opposite <laughs> I like because to... that's what makes you awkward. Right, right. I, yeah. If if you care, if you didn't care what people thought of you, then why would you be awkward? Because you're not awkward. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Nope. I I, I absolutely care what people think, but it. I think the goal. No, the goal isn't to not care what people think of you. The goal is to not let it affect you. I don't know. Right. There's got to be some. <laughs> there's got to be some happy medium here, like the bullwhip and the uh, the ribbon. Yeah, I think maybe it's like I have no idea. This is really deep at this point. Oh boy, maybe we should just end it without before we bare our souls. So, like maybe someone, one of your fans who who listens this far, <laughs> will be able to answer that. Like this can be the little like secret nugget for that. Mm-hmm. few people all those people that listen to the very end 
that they can then interact with with the story. I well, I think they can. We've probably said something profound about this somewhere in the podcast, or they can bring their it job up. is to find it. Yeah, like a needle in the haystack. Right, they are. They're trying to find Carmen San Diego somewhere in this podcast. She's here. I know. Got to find her. Look for that. Uh, did you wear red? That red hat, big red big, hat. Big red hat. Yeah, okay. and a big red trench coat. Do you think she, so she and the really man... didn't blend in anywhere? No, no, no. It's like, oh, what? that's the only person over there with a trench coat and a hat. Of course, that's her. But no, you have to know the gross national product, uh, the the national average of uh, Portugal, or what their main no export is to find her. Uh, uh, or even where it is on a map. Uh, it is. Yeah, it's by Spain, right? It's, it's got right the, behind Spain. Is it like behind they share, Spain? They share a landmass. I thought it no, was. It's in front of Spain. Yeah, it's no, like Spain not. is like eating it like Pac-Man. Pac-Man? Pac-Man. Just like Pac-Man. Pac-Man. Uh, I thought right. that was your professional announcer voice. Pac-Man. Pac- the creators of Pac-Man today. No. Pac-Man eats Portugal. I don't know if I'm getting worse with pronouncing things as I'm getting older or if I'm having little strokes or whatever. It just seems like sometimes words come out entirely wrong. You could be less concerned with pronouncing them because as people get older, I think we a lot of our insecurities perhaps disappear yeah. and maybe the insecurity of sounding like an idiot when speaking is one of those that makes become smaller. Yeah. So you're just going to say the word and not worry about how it's supposed to say, sound. I don't know. That, that runs contradictory to our whole caring what strangers think about us. Oh, well, but when you're super old... Yeah. Oh, yeah. I don't think those people, those people don't, don't like care at all, right? Being, being super old is going to be great. Yeah, yeah. Super old fun. Yeah. I mean, as long as you, you know, have your wits about you, I think you can pretend that you don't, and that'll be fine. Even if you don't, that's got to be pretty fun too, right? Well, you wouldn't know it, right? But you might be having fun. Yeah, maybe. Let's just assume. <laughs> to, to end on a high note, let's assume okay. that old people having a boy. You know, we could have <laughs> we could have ended on a much better note than talking about sad old people. Uh, they're not sad; they're happy. Yeah, they're happy, and they've got all their memories erased, all their bad memories erased, like uh, uh, Eternal Sunshine of the Spotless Mind, and they're just just at peace. No, that sounds morbid. That was really down. That right? was not a happy ending. <laughs> right. no. When you um, said the word memories erased, even if they were bad, <laughs> it was not going to get good. Uh, that's such a good film. But erasing memories, that phrase. <laughs> all right. All right. Um, uh, see, now that I'm trying to think of something good to end on, it's it's not going to happen. Um, <laughs> that was a that was a good amount of silence. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Good. All right. <laughs> I think, I think work. that that wraps up a perfectly awkward and enjoyable podcast. Ah, uh, all right. Thank you for uh, uh, submitting your information 
and being able or being willing to have a conversation with a stranger for an hour and a half. And able. And able. Thank you for having enough of your wits about you to tell a goat story. Thank you. Yeah, yeah. Uh, good. Let's <laughs> let's end this. Let's end this already. Okay. All right. Okay. Thanks for talking. Thank you. Thank, Thank you. you. Thank you. Okay. <laughs> Bye. Bye. And there you have the most awkward ending I've had so far. Thank you, Heather, for taking part in the conversation. It was a whole lot of fun. I think we both learned a whole bunch. My main takeaway from this episode would be that talking about yourself isn't necessarily a bad thing. I've been hung up on saying sentences or writing sentences beginning with I. I think that was something someone in English taught me or maybe just a general rule of conversation or something. And then you don't really share stuff about yourself. So telling people your stories to entertain them for telling you their stories is a fantastic way to think of a conversation. You're just trying to... You're, you're in this together. You're working together to make something happen. And even if you're talking with someone whose conversation just kind of clicks, there's still going to be those awkward pauses in there. You know, especially when you're getting to know each other for the very first time. That's, you know, kind of what this is all about. The stranger's part of it, everyone here is going to be a complete stranger. Hopefully I can get a hold of someone not from Minneapolis. If you know someone or are someone who doesn't know me, is that a good way to say that? If you don't know me, go ahead and submit your information or encourage other people to submit their information. But don't submit their information yourself to the website at betterstrangers.com. Thank you, Heather, for the conversation. And thanks to Brad Sucks from bradsucks.net for the intro and outro music I forgot to think in the last two weeks. And here... Let's doubly thank Brad Sucks at bradsucks.net. I will talk to you next week. Well, I'll talk to someone else next week, but then that will lead to me talking to you. So everyone's got a good sign-off, right? That's pretty good. We'll leave it at that. <laughs>